Welcome back. This is Elizabeth for Giving Voice to Recovery, and this is my series on codependency. What is it? What is it not? And specifically today, I want to do a deep dive on one of the five patterns of codependency. It's referred to as compliance. What is compliance? Sounds like a really, I don't know, almost like an electronics uh, compliance. We need to make sure these things work together. Well, that's actually probably not a bad metaphor. Here's the point. Have you ever been called a people pleaser? Or have you ever called yourself a people pleaser, knowing you're kind of going along to get along? And maybe that's almost become a way of life because it's just easier. That's compliance. And you might be doing it to save the peace. You might um, be doing it to you know, choose your battles or whatever, whatever the reason is, the cost of compliance is pretty high. The cost of compliance is yourself. This is a tough one because people get very used to a codependent pattern. They get used to the benefits of the codependent pattern. Oh, she'll fix it. I can do that to her. She won't care. I've done this 20 times, what's your problem, this kind of thing. So when we go to set boundaries, they usually don't stick. And it's not because the words aren't there. Sometimes the words can't even come out because we're so incongruent on the inside. So compliance is compliance. I needed support with this one for sure. And I still work at this. These patterns were ingrained from, you know, early childhood stuff. This is how I saw the females in my family some more than others, but it's, you know, it's, it leads to a lot of unhealthy relationship with self. And if you're constantly denying yourself, your emotional needs, putting those aside for another person so that they stay calm or they don't have an anxiety attack or they don't go into a rage or they don't go get drunk or whatever, you're constantly denying who you are to be a safe place for other people or just stay safe yourself. And that has a very high cost. So when I found myself saying yes, when I meant no, or in the earlier episode on denial, that's how compliance and denial can play together because compliance, a lot of the times, I was so used to not even checking in with what was important to me that it was easy to comply because I gave myself no thought. So you know, then two weeks later, I'm mad, you know, that was my pattern. And then the person that I complied with is like, why are you mad at me? You said yes. Well, I said yes, before I gave it thought, I I said yes, before I had enough self respect to check in with myself. And that's what this really gets down to is self respect. And I, you know, it's hard to get boundaries with other people boundaries. I don't even like that word. Who wants boundaries? I don't want a fence between me and the people I love. I want respect between the people and myself who I love. Isn't that what we want? Respect and love? Well, can we have love without respect? I don't think so. I think love without respect is mm, abuse. That's just my opinion. Okay, this is my little two cents. So I guess that's this is all my opinion based on my lived experience. And I hope this information helps you. Um, It's not easy work. Changing how we do things on this level is not always met with joy and love and respect. 
So it's a process. It's kind of like building the plane while you're flying. And it's doable. Baby steps, lots of support. It's doable. You deserve to be true to you. You deserve thine to thine own self be true. Right? You deserve that. And when we start to respect ourselves, guess what happens? Other people start respecting us. When we are a walking chameleon, people pleaser, go along to get along. Not a lot of action, not a lot of drama. Usually people don't get hit. Yeah. Do I want people in my life that would do that anyway? I don't think so. These patterns work together to keep us from really fully actualizing into the people that we're meant to be. Pull this apart and own it. That's when we can change it and not before then. That's been my experience. So, like I've said before, I'll say again, my website has got a whole list of a ton of resources around codependency, around addiction, around all kinds of things. Go find that help you need. This is not easy stuff, but let me tell you what's harder. Staying in this, staying in it way harder. And at the end of the day, what do you have? If you don't have yourself, if you don't have your own congruent self-respect because you've given yourself away, you've said yes when you meant no over and over again, or you've said yes when you haven't even checked in with yourself, right? Not a great way to live. So what happens when you get the boundaries or when you get the self-respect and the congruence, you know what you think, you know what you feel, you know what you need. When somebody asks you questions, you give yourself permission. You know what? I need to think about that. Can I give you an answer later? And if they say no, I need to know right now. Just say, well, then the answer is no, right? Because I don't make that. I'm not going to be pushed into that, right? So that's how it works. Now, if they say, oh, sure, take your time. Thank you. Take your time. Get your own gut check. Own your truth. Own your yes. If it's yes, be all the way yes. If it's no, be all the way no. And when you're congruent, people know it. They can see it. They can feel it. And you don't need to set boundaries. You just need to say, oh, no thanks, not for me. Sorry, can't do it. Try me next time. Or, hey, yeah, I'm all in. Let's go. People can feel the energy of congruency because that's where our real power is. If you like this video, I hope you do. If you like this video and you want to support my channel, please subscribe and send it to somebody who you think it might help and not insult.